Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. During Easter, we remember our baptism. Because in the waters of baptism, we have passed over from death to life with Jesus Christ, and we are a new creation. For this saving mystery and for this water, let us bless God, who was, who is, and who is to come. Let us pray. O Lord God, you teach us that without love, our actions gain nothing. Pour into our hearts your most excellent gift of love, that, made alive by your Spirit, we may know the goodness and peace through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. So, Seaver, do you remember at Christmas when we talked about how long Christmas was? Yeah, a week. A week? It's 12 days. But do you remember I also spouted off some other holidays that were much longer than we thought they were, right? Easter? Easter. Good job. Do you remember how long Easter was? No. 50 days. Those were some big eyes. Nobody could see because he's looking at me. (laughs) So over the last couple weeks, I've been talking about how do we remember that it's still Easter for the whole 50 days. So the first week, I said, we should tell the story. We should read the story. Do you have any Easter books at home? Yes. And do you like to read them? Sort of. (laughs) Sort of. Yeah, it's a seasonal thing. Uh, Does your grandma tell you the Easter story? I don't think so. Oh, not this year, but in the future. So then the second week I talked about wearing your Easter special clothes. Like maybe the outfit you're wearing today looks very special. You wear it on special occasions. Even if you have a funny bunny shirt, right? That's something you could wear for the whole 50 days to remind yourself. Maybe you have bunny ears. Wear bunny clothes for 50 days, though. Yeah, Mom might not let you wear them for 50 days. But maybe when you get older and you get to decide what you wear every day. And then last week, I talked about praying about how joyous Easter is. Because Easter is a big celebration, right? We're always happy. Yes, nodding our head, yes. So praying about those things that are making us happy and that we're joyful about along with all the other things we pray about. This week, I think it's really great that you're here because your grandma plays the organ and the piano here. This week, I want to talk about Easter music. Because we we know Christmas music, right? Yeah. Can you name a Christmas song? Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, yep. Mm -hmm. We all know at least one Christmas song. But there are lots of Easter songs. And in our book of worship that I have, one of them right here, they nicely 
label them right there. And there's a whole section of Easter songs. Look at this. Oh, there they go. All of this is Easter songs. There's a good number of pages there. So this week I want to talk about Easter music to keep us in that Easter spirit. Because we all have a favorite Christmas song, maybe we should all pick a favorite Easter song. And I bet when you leave church today with your grandma, I bet she has a favorite Easter song that she'll share with you. Right? Yep. So that is what I have today for how we can keep Easter going for the next 50 days. Do you want to pray with me? Okay. Dear God, thank you so much for this joyous season that we can keep Easter going all the way to Pentecost. Thank you so much for the prayer, the clothes, the music, for everything that is Easter. Amen. Thanks, Eva. Thank you. Now I invite everybody to rise as you are able. Let us together welcome the gospel. After washing the disciples' feet, predicting his betrayal, and then revealing his betrayer, Jesus speaks of his glorification on the cross. This deep, complicated love of Jesus, even to death on the cross, will be the distinctive mark of Jesus' community. The Holy Gospel according to John. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified. And God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I'm with you only a little longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. As Amanda was talking about our favorite Easter hymn, if you have one, I'm willing to bet it has a lot of alleluias in it. Because alleluia, that, that um, praise God. Is, is, is one translation that's used for it. Praise God. Although, alleluia, by the way, is translated mostly alleluia in most languages, means praise God. So it's a celebratory, those are celebratory songs. As we're celebrating, though, we're, we're also going through re- the retelling of the story that we heard during Lent. We, we hear Jesus' pa- uh, journey to the cross and passion on the cross, and we celebrate Easter, and then we spend the rest of Easter telling the story from John's perspective, 
according to the Gospel according to John, which doesn't go in chronological order, but goes in thematic order. And so, so we're back in this place of what does it mean to be in Easter, but also looking forward to or hearing the gospel about the crucifixion and the world we're going to live into. The Revelation text today was all about the new Jerusalem. And I want you to notice one of the phrases that's very important in the Revelation. It is verse, uh, let's see. Uh-oh, I should have had it marked. Oh, it's at the very beginning of, uh, or close to the beginning of verse 3. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. Sometimes we envision heaven as, as this thing that, that we leave earth and go to. Or we leave the world and go to. But Revelation is telling us the new Jerusalem is God coming to live with us. That's the new Jerusalem. That's the transformed. And, and by Jerusalem, it means city of God. That's the transformed world. So as Jesus is giving this, this information, advice, teaching to his disciples, he's saying, soon I will be with you no longer. We know this is at the Last Supper. And at the beginning of the text where he said after he had gone out, that's after Judas had gone out. Jesus has washed the feet of his disciples, including Judas. Including Judas, who we know was going to betray Jesus. Who Jesus knew was going to betray him. And Jesus has broken bread. So this is my body to all those, including Judas, at the table. And now he's with the disciples, all except for Judas, saying, love one another. Love one another as I have loved you. Love one another. Okay. Well, the ways that he has modeled loving one another are washing their feet feeding them with his very self, sacrificing his very life, going to the cross. Both very, very practical, in some ways small acts of service, and enormous, transformative, noticeable acts of service. It's both. And it includes includes those, those who Peter, he knew, was going to de uh, deny him. He knew the others were going to wander off. And he knew, knew we were going to be who we are. <laughs> but he tells us love one another. And uh, I'm going to ask this. Um, who here has somebody who loves them? Anybody? Okay, good. A few people. How do you know? What they do for you? Huh. Tells you? So with words, with service? How do you know? 
Anyone else? Commitment. Huh? Commitment. Commitment. Commitment through, through the tough and the joyous. You feel it. Yeah, you feel it. How do you feel it? It's a sense of, of I am loved, knowing that part of your identity is being loved by this person, right? As part of who you are is being loved. When somebody does love for you, they don't do it to earn your love. They do it because they love, right? And when they tell you that they love you, it's not to earn your love. Okay, in healthy situations, I'm just gonna say these things are not to earn your love. It's because they love you. When you know, you know. It's really annoying, I know, but before you've had that experience of just, just being 100% confident that somebody loves you, People say, well, when you know, you know, not helpful. But when you know, you know. And whether, whether it's members of your family, whether it's, it's your life partner, um, whether it's your bestie, whatever you call your BFF, you, when you know, you know. And, and you can, we talk about things like love languages, which is how we like to show love or how we like to receive love. By the way, it's very often the case that there's a mismatch between how, how we, we show love the way we want to receive it and the person that we're trying to show love to is showing it the way they want to receive it. And we're kind of like not necessarily matching. One way or another, we're encountering that love and we're living within it and, and it, it allows us to be that knowing allows us to be confident in who we are. It allows us to mess up. It allows us to be experimental. It allows us to, to make mistakes and to ask questions and to sleep at night knowing that we are loved. That's the love, of course, that Jesus is showing in the, both the service of washing the feet, the loving despite knowing the betrayal, and the going to the cross. And he's, he's saying, love one another. I mean, you, you got, I'm going to summarize it as two things he says elsewhere. Love God, love each other, right? Well, love God, love your neighbor. So this isn't above love God, but love one another. Love one another because, not, not because that will earn glorification or bring about the new Jerusalem, but because that is your freedom to live into the new Jerusalem. In doing that, we're being invited into that glorification that he's talking about. This, this language, you've got to love John, who is often circular saying, um, the Son of Man has been glorified, and God, God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Yeah, that's clear, right? But 
that's that living into, that's that relational glorification. That's that Jesus living the life that he was called to live, despite the burdens that it carried, is glorifying God. God is glorified in him. So we're being invited into that. Again, not to, not to earn that spot, but because we are loved. Because we are loved, we're invited to experience that world and be drawn into that glorification. Imagine if you lived the rest of today as though this were the new heaven or you knew this were going to be the new heaven. When you go wherever you go after you leave, leave this space. That space is going to be the new heaven and the new earth. How would, you, how would you live it? How would you treat it? How would you treat those that you encounter? How would you treat creation? Again, in Revelation, we're told it's not a matter of we're going to be snatched out of this world. Sometimes that gets preached because of some misunderstandings of apocalyptic language. But God's place is among the mortals. God's coming to live among us. So, in some ways, it's easy. Love one another. But in some ways, it's desperately hard because those are, there are those people that, like Judas or Peter, whomever, are, are going to betray us, are going to hurt us, are going to reject our love, are going are to say things to us. That are, that are wounding. And we're called to figure out how do, we, how do we love that person? How do we love that person even as we're being rejected? Which isn't the same thing as being a doormat. It's not saying I'm just going to subject myself to somebody's abuse. It's saying how do I love somebody that I can't stand? For whatever reason. How do I love things about this world that I can't stand? How do I treat this world as though it's God's creation and it's where God tells us God is going to be? It just invites you to, to, to hear that to live that and to see if, if anything you do today is changed by it. May God be glorified in all that we say and do. Amen. Let us confess together. We, we believe, believe in, in one God, God the, the Father, Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. 
for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. He was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Set free from captivity to sin and death, we pray to the God of resurrection for the church, people in need, and all of creation. Loving God, lead us to follow your spirit rather than our own prejudices or desires as the church cares for one another. Open us to perceive your gifts in those we least expect. Lord, in your mercy, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Inspire us to praise you through the beauty and majesty of the natural world around us. Oceans, mountains, glaciers, urge us toward more deliberate care of the world you have made. God, in your mercy, Humble the rulers of nations before your splendor. Direct them to the people who need their attention most and turn them from the temptation to hoard wealth or power. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hasten to dwell among those who are in pain or distress, especially those in Buffalo dealing with confusion, anger, or fear. As Christ enters our deepest suffering, Remain with those experiencing despair and great need. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Place holy love at the center of our relationships and communities. By your love, heal us, convict us, and renew us. Bring an end to racism in our churches and communities. Let everyone know your goodness by the love we show one another. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Equip those called to public ministry in the ELCA, Presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, Alaska Synod Bishop Shelley Wickstrom, Bishop Tessa Moon Lyseth of our Sister Synod, the Alaska Southeast Cluster, Pastor Karen Perkins, and Shepherd the Valley Lutheran Church Juno. Grant wisdom to inform all ministries. God, in your mercy. Give us a place in the diverse company of your beloved saints. Teach us the value of each person's identity and bless us with a shared identity as your children, kindred of Christ, God, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. In your mercy, O God, respond to these prayers and renew us by your life-giving spirit through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that.
You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Living God, you gather the wolf and the lamb to feed together in your peaceable reign, and you welcome us all at your table. Reach out to us through this meal and show us your wounded and risen body that we may be nourished and believe in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, Father, who who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The mission the mission Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. God, the author of life, Christ, the living cornerstone, and the life-giving spirit of adoption, bless you now and forever. Amen.
Christ is risen. Christ, Christ is, is risen, risen indeed. Hallelujah. So go in peace. Tell what God has done. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.